micro behaviors can create a micro muck. Have you ever walked into a meeting and just said hello to a couple of people? Have you ever delivered a presentation and only made eye contact with half the room? Have you ever walked up to a colleague and ensured there was lots of distance between you? Well, you may have been demonstrating your unconscious bias. Although it was unconscious to you, it very well could have been conscious to a recipient of your micro behavior. Hello, I'm Suzanne S. Stevens, Conscious Contribution Cultivator for the You, Me, We group. Welcome to We Wednesdays, a short weekly video infusion of how to maximize your meaning by consciously contributing to your community, country, or beyond. What are micro-behaviors? Micro-behaviors are small messages you convey each day through things like your body language, tone of your voice, and your proximity to a person. When micro-behaviors persist over time, you may be sending a clear message to a colleague, client, or collaborator that will stifle rapport, or worse, sabotage your relationship entirely. Several types of micro-behaviors can expose a bias, consciously or unconsciously, like your use of eye contact, your facial expressions, your tone of voice, your body language, your attention, your intention, and the questions you ask. A friend of mine, who happens to be in retirement years, was sharing that once she moved to a new community, she seemed to be connecting well with all sorts of the single women, and at first, couples. As time passed, she was finding that she was no longer being invited out by several of the couples, and she couldn't figure out why. One day, when I was visiting, she and I went to the grocery store where we ran into one of those couples she no longer was connected with. That didn't stop her from engaging with the man. My friend started telling a funny story and she moved in close to the man, giving only him her eye contact. He laughed. His wife did not. The point is, whether intentional or not, the wife felt alienated. She may have felt ignored, irrelevant, or that this retired woman was moving in on her action. <laughs> All plausible based on the micro-behaviors. Now, did my friend have a bias? Perhaps. Knowing her the way I do, I suspect she has been drawn to a man because they tend to laugh at her jokes. <laughs> Take this micro-behavior to your organization. It can cause all sorts of havoc. Not to mention when interacting with a client, your micro-behaviors can go amok. Let's look at a few examples. First of all, let's focus on eye contact. Let's say, for example, in team meetings, she only seems to make eye contact with a couple of people. The micro-amok here is, it looks like she values just a couple of people's input and disregards everyone else's. By not connecting with each person in the meeting could possibly limit buy-in on future asks from the ignored individuals. Let's look at facial expressions. He never returns my smile and almost frowns when I voice my opinion in a meeting. The micro-muck here is the person feels disregarded, invisible, and not valued, resulting in going into a cocoon in future interactions. This is my favorite tone of voice. The way he talks to me makes me feel like he sees me as incompetent. The micro-muck is someone feels their perspective is not valued their performance may suffer, as they may feel nothing will ever meet his standards. 
hello body language. She always sits as far away from me as possible. Micro muck? She may unconsciously be demonstrating that she has no interest in getting to know the other person. The feeling of lack of personal attention will make it very uncomfortable if these two need to collaborate on a project. Now, attention. Situation? When the two guys are speaking, they don't create room for me to offer my opinion on the matter. The micro muck here Cut-off individuals doesn't feel their input is valued. In the future, she may not offer her opinion so freely, leaving alternative perspectives and perhaps innovative ideas out of the conversation. Intention. This is transferring your energy to another human being. Here's the scenario. He was on the phone throughout the entire presentation. I'm sure none of you have ever experienced that. The micro the perception that someone is doing something else can make the presenter feel unimportant, sabotaging all future interactions. How about questions? Anytime I ask questions of my manager, they always respond by suggesting it is something they have already been considering. Micro-muck? Regardless if an idea has been presented before, doesn't mean that idea can't be approved upon. If someone feels that their ideas are never considered, good chance the thoughts will stop flowing. Some of the best ideas are created with slightly altered on the original idea. So welcome repetitive ideas. It may be the next great idea or it could be time to execute on the original plan or idea. Here's another one on questions. As someone who works remotely, and always dials into our team meetings, it's hard for me to get my voice heard in the conversations. Micro amok, by not providing an opening for remote team members, you're also not allowing their ideas to flourish. Once again, suggesting an opinion is not valued. It can translate into, you're not valued, definitely a morale buster. So what can you do to remedy microbehaviors so they don't go amok? Can you identify times when you might have displayed microbehaviors in the suggested ways? Awareness is the first step, followed by altering behavior to be inclusive. Visit the second video in this series to remind yourself of other actions you can take to curtail your bias with bias busters. Now, debunk the bias assumption. One of the best tools we have to under mind assumptions based on bias and minimizing micro mucks is making a habit of asking questions rather than making assumptions. Perhaps you have misread the situation. It'd be essential to ask with the right tone, eye contact, body language, intention, attention, and of course, facial expression, so you don't bias your perceived bias. Got it? <laughs> Being proactive will save a lot of pain and a lack of productivity on all parts. Being proactive and asking questions, people will feel valued because you want their input, placing their bias on alert. Consider, ask people for feedback. Ask people how you can work together more effectively. Ask people when you aren't sure what their thoughts, feelings, or motivators are. Ask yourself what assumptions you've made and examine 
whether they are valid. You may be thinking, this is a lot to remember. Think about once when you felt excluded, just once. How did that make you feel? Let that feeling be a motivator to take time to be aware of biases and alter our micro behaviors accordingly. Your personal and professional contribution depends on it. Until next time, make your contributions.